Welcome to Treehouse Villains. My name is Grandpa Kato. I am sitting here with two distinguished gentlemen. Maybe you can call them who man. But we are going to be discussing what brought us into sci-fi. And wherever that may lead us, the conversation may go off track, but that's okay because it's a conversation and that's a jumping off point. Uh, introducing to my left. What's up? This is the Moss Man. Master of the Universe. Hmm. Hard to beat. And to my right, I have. Um, Mr. Cato is um, how many people refer to me, but you can just say. Um, Subject matter and in, in, uh, many things, and uh, we will put to the test to see if uh, I have any uh, expertise in subject matter for this evening. Sounds good. So let's, uh, <coughs> excuse me, jump right into it. And what is something that brought you into sci-fi? Anybody can start. It's... Um, sci-fi was always the most fun because it was the most fantasy, it was the most futuristic, it was like... Escape. Yeah, you could imagine it. And imagination. Be, being real. Yes. It wasn't like, you know... you. And allowed you to, like, your own imagination to take off. Yeah, but it was like, but it was more rooted toward reality because in fantasy, watching guys with, you know... Well, that's the science or, part, to, to get some element of... Yeah. You know, plausibility yeah. in some cases. Right. And then just then you can go off the edge on the plausibility stuff, mm -hmm. which over time has, our edge has gotten further out because what, there's more, anyhow. Us, there's more to imagine because we've moved through the future in, you know, when, 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 uh, but the question the is, 2001 but, came out, there was, you know, yeah. it was, you know, art was like at its, apex in terms of being able to tell a story scientific science fiction story in film yeah. and now you know those classic stories are still the great stories but the films the art but yeah think of 2001 though as a, you know it was a book but when it came out as a movie it completely shifted that was like the big that was like if terminator had a, a great grandfather, right? You know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. So anyhow, um. <laughs> well, you guys got to a good part, a good point, talking about. Uh, I'm gonna put chicken in. She's gonna put chicken in the oven. Chicken in the oven. <laughs> but uh, jumping up, like. Space but we didn't Odyssey. answer the question. Yeah, Space Odyssey would be probably one of the earlier things that anybody kind of jumping into sci-fi in general will end up seeing or hearing about yeah um i know myself watching it <clears throat> i was always like jesus what were these guys on <laughs> how do you even think of something like this especially at the time when it came out mm -hmm. and it's just such a, a a wide birth from whatever else was coming out right. at the time Right. And it wasn't necessarily like the idea was so foreign, but what was being presented, I think, at the time, it really stood out as something like, you got to see this. <laughs> you know, like, what what is going on? You know, you see, 
And then to think that there's this big twist at the end. Yeah. <laughs> well, this and that and, and that that separates from when you for, when you saw like the first Man on the Moon, mm-hmm. that black and white, where you know the moon made out of cheese. That was like science fiction. Yeah. But yeah. that was like so like totally hokey mm-hmm. part, which right. is adorable. It wasn't supposed to be simulating reality. Right. You know, but you know, going into space, all those yeah. rocket ships and right. everything. But then, but then that that other element of um, man's creation and mm-hmm. it bringing you to these levels that you hadn't considered. Yeah. And then, um, <clears throat> and then, well, there's man's creation coming back at. Which is a, a great science fiction kind of a dilemma, yeah. you might say. <laughs> what? How do we My prevent? My favorite story. Yeah. My favorite science fiction story. Yeah. The robots will win every time. Man has no chance against the you know coming robot apocalypse. They showed it in everything: Terminator, yeah. Westworld, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> the old Westworld. Um, yeah. Yeah, in the end, THX and yeah. you know stuff like that. I well, even in, that to the zombie apocalypse. Well, yeah, zombie. <laughs> see, that's again, that's like the moon's made out of cheese to yeah. some degree. Yeah. However, <laughs> we're living in a real zombie apocalypse yeah. now. Shit, I've seen people on the train with their phone. That's the zombies, right? <laughs> but just running around a corner and mass out. That's yeah. a zombie. Oh, that's a I real zombie. That's the, that's yeah. So science fiction mm. become reality. You've seen that. It's like zombies. Mm. That's real now. Yeah. That's a very real thing in that's cities across the globe. Yeah. No, that's true. that's kind of scary. That's true. Where that that crazy imagination I mean, the, becomes that real. That leads into the other part of sci-fi as well, like cyberpunk, and mm. you know, you see <clears throat> these homeless people, and they're on their phones. You know, they're still jacked into oh, yeah. the system in some way, regardless if they're, That's you know, right. what, where they're at. They can be living out of a, a box, but it's in this point now where, you know, <clears throat> they have their phones. They still have a way to communicate yeah. and manage their life to some extent, and it's just all around us now. You know, you wear a watch, and it tells you your vitals, and, you know, sci-fi is definitely becoming... Yeah more real well and then and then you you think about in the apocalypse you watch those movies and all of the skills you actually learn just watching those movies yeah. you're like i saw them do that i'm not going that way <laughs> or, or even just survival stuff because that's what they're doing around the corner but if you want to get back to no it's how true. I, it's like if you put the planks uh, on the window on the inside you're doing it wrong <laughs> you have yeah. to put the planks on the outside because then you know they can't just break right through yeah but if they're on the outside they can just pull them right off well then you have planks on the inside and the outside right but and you have a, 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 you guys a already have stick <laughs> on the other end and you keep jabbing anytime <laughs> through the planks but that's you on a radio show? that's yeah. that's zombie it's time for a commercial yeah, it's time for a commercial. <laughs> yeah. So anyhow, that's that's kind of going off on a tangent in terms of where. Um, yeah, we're supposed to do that in terms of. So science fiction and zombie apocalypse. There's a connection there. 
but it's is that like true science fiction i think it stems from just reality you know the plague and you know all this things that happen over in europe and you know they weren't sure how it happened but they see all these people getting diseases and you know just basically falling apart and you know you have to pull these stories from experience someplace and a lot of these people lived that kind of zombie plague and you know the spanish flu and all this other stuff and it's like these big waves wipe people out and then it's back to kind of normal but then people start writing about it then they're like okay how can i put a spin on this all right let's make it so they're dead but they're still coming at you you know (laughs) all these things start to build and it's like right it it's it relate it relates to reality a lot more than we so give it credit. The vampire yeah. movies came out of history, <clears throat> yeah, and that turned into a thing. That's the zombie piece for yeah. sure. But now, what brought you to okay. this? What you know? We know we all have this I fascination. Have the answer. Uh, comic books. Uh, yeah, I used to get. Thor and Iron Man, so it was Marvel comic books. I used to sit on the steps with a box of Thin Mints and a Hawaiian a can of Hawaiian Punch. Yeah, and um, I would read my. That's what got me really into reading as well, just the comic books, which makes me think I should go in the attic and see if they're still real comic. Books. Yeah, it was a, it was the same for me, but not with comic books. It was with the novels. So somewhere in uh, in in the time frame uh, where I wanted to start reading books, I would get like old Stephen King books from my mother. Mm. She would read something, and you know, I would be watching as she's reading it, and she'd be like, "Oh, what?" Oh, you know, she'd be reacting to the story, you know, while she's reading it. So I'm like, I have to read that book. And she's like, oh, yes, you have to read this book. <laughs> so I would start reading them after her, but then I would start choosing my own stories or get a book recommended from a yeah. friend. And I think it was like the, all those old scientific science fiction classics by Asimov and Heinlein. And the doctor that actually delivered you. Yeah, no, not me, Darren. Darren, yeah. delivered Darren. Yes. It was a science fiction writer. Yeah. Crichton, Crichton. Michael wrote, Crichton. Michael Crichton. He wrote Jurassic Park. Yeah. He wrote... Um, the, 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 Dr. Spock. The Andromeda Strain. The Andromeda Strain. That yeah. That was a big one, right? Yeah. 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 That's another one. That's, that's reality. Mixed with fiction. Yeah. Science fiction. He was a real doctor. Yeah. Doctor. Yeah. Doctor. Doctor. Well, yeah, so definitely reading, right? Reading. Yeah, reading. I think it brings a lot of people in. I know. Because you just read growing up, yeah. You just like it blows your mind more than even a movie can because you have to picture yeah. it yourself. It's I mean, we all grew up before the internet, so that yeah. was the yeah. that was how you got into something. It was like you read it, you pass it on to somebody. Somebody else tells you, you go to the store, you're like, oh, look at that. Look at the cover. Look at this. And, you know, you start getting into things. You're like, what is that? I got to see it. Then I started getting into novels like Mm -hmm. Asimov and Hubbard. Yes, yes. I only only did comics like Archie comics. Yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, I guess that would be for everybody though. For you open the the newspaper. Yeah. You know, you Sundays you you see yeah. the comics, you see the different stories. A lot yeah. of it was fiction. You know, it's not. That's right. You know, but it pulls on what was happening at the time. So Do you remember um, that magazine that you published for a while, Omni Magazine? I do. I yeah. used to love. I had a subscription to that, and it was filled with real science stuff and a lot of great science fiction stuff, including artwork, drawing, painting, uh, photography, and then it had some short stories. Yeah. Yeah. And then it reported on stuff happening in real in the real science world too. That was a great magazine. I missed that. And then, so I I was doing a lot of reading. Totally got it. Actually, I found reading science fiction to be therapeutic. Mm. It, 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 I, it, there was a, a time in my life where I, I, I needed something to balance me out, and I got into uh, reading Dune, uh, yeah. the Hobbit, all of that stuff. Mm. I was just soaking it all in. And then, you know, Isaac Adam, I was just was loading it up. And then uh, was it the Adventures of Gore? This my dad had. He used to read those, and yeah. when he finished, he gave it to me, and I read through those, and I give him the Roy, and he read. Uh, it was like, right. and so there were different books like that we used to hand around and, and pass off to each other. Yeah, I love yeah. Uh, and then Star Wars came out. Yeah, oh. that that was it. Yeah, that that was a complete shift. For um, just being attracted to science fiction movies, you know, uh, just for our, or space adventures. We're just talking about this little movie called Star Wars that came out back in the seventies. You remember that? A little, little, yeah, just a little bit. Just I little. remember. You know what I remember <laughs> when Star Wars came out? I, I went on a first date with somebody, and I can't remember the movie I took her to. I, wasn't Star Wars. It wasn't Star Wars. <laughs> it was like Carrie or something. It was really something stupid. But the advertisement, there was a trailer for Star Wars at the theater at the end of the movie. Oh, wow. And I was like, I've got to see that. And the date I was on with was like, I am not going to see that. And then that was it. I said, I'm getting you to the train. We're done. <laughs> You don't like Star Wars? You don't even like how it looks? Yeah. I hadn't even seen the movie yet, but if you're, if you're not into it, right? I'm not into you. you. Tell. It's yeah. like, oh, that doesn't make you crazy. Yeah. You are crazy. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was 17. Mm. Yeah. I, had a, I had a first date sci-fi story where I think I was in 8th grade or 7th grade, and I had taken this girl out on a date, our first date. We went to the movies too. We went to see Star Trek the Motion Picture. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it wasn't like I wasn't old enough to be like one of those guys who's gonna sit in the movie and make out the whole time. We watched the movie. She was bored beyond belief. I loved it. I was stuck, you know, I was watching Star Trek. I was pretty happy. Yeah, and that's really what it was, because if you look at it now, it's like, oh, fast forward. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on here? Oh, really? Yeah. It was just Star Trek. Right, it was Star Trek on the big on, screen. On the big screen. Yeah. That, was, that was cool in itself. There for every 
And then, of course, William Shatner just mailed in, mailed in his <laughs> acting. <laughs> you know, everybody else tried, but he was like. But that was that was part of the the yeah. gimmick. That was part of the was. what what brought you to it to see how he portrayed this character yeah. because it was always portrayed as you know absolutely out of there yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. he, he knew this wasn't a realistic character I know. but he sold it we had to. yeah he did <laughs> it was great he did. we all loved it we, we loved did it for one reason or another he was a role model <laughs> oh yeah i mean yeah. still to this day he, he's recognized everywhere actually he's you know i take that back spock was my yeah, I really got a lot of lessons from him. At that same time, yeah, I needed, I needed logic in my life, mm-hmm. and I, I got lessons in, just yeah. you know, for sure. Yeah, logic has yeah. to make sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't add up. I still use that now as a consultant. Yeah, it's like that doesn't is, make yeah, any sense. Yeah. No, that's stupid. <laughs> Where's the common sense? Yeah. Where's the common? But that's what it is. Logic is basically using your common sense. Yeah. It's like it doesn't make more sense to do this or that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't weigh those options, and it's like yeah. you gotta you gotta yeah. go one way or the other, not just straightforward. And, <laughs> and he was accused of being super scientific. Yeah. Super scientific. That happens, but you know, if you're into that genre, you're on that show. Something brought you to that. Something, something in them was like, I got to do this. Right. You know, regardless if it was a job or not, they still went into that. We're in outer space. Yeah, you know. <laughs> well, then there. the other good thing about science fiction is that it allows to point out major social issues. Yeah. And I did a lot of that. In For a sure. way that it allows you to absorb it. Yeah. You know, and in and sometimes in an undeniable way, where yep. it's like, yeah, you know, that's that's some fucked up. I shit. think they <laughs> they they push that a lot more now. Um, the TV show Norval, yeah. um, that one's very good, but they push a lot of the social, you know, unnorms, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, and kind of run with it, and they they make some really deep episodes that. You like wow! I didn't think it would be dealing with this, right. you know, topic or, you know, type of genre in a sci-fi show. And they touch on everything from segregation to, you know, how would it be if it's all, you know, all males, male population, yeah. and you yeah, know, all that kind it, of stuff. Yeah, it's and you know, it really branches out on what they offer in sci-fi. It's not just one thing where it's like robots or, you know. There's so much more that's built on it, and I think a lot more people have now been giving it more attention with streaming and Netflix, and everything is really accessible. Yeah, yeah that's so cool. I, mean, I have to check that out because I didn't know that they were all that serious about it. Oh, it's real good, yeah. Putting stuff out there like that. That's cool. And having fun with it. Yeah. yeah Definitely def- a different spin on if. You know, Star Trek was right. done. Yeah. You know, a little more cheeky. Light-hearted. Yeah. 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 Light not necessarily lighthearted, but more tongue in cheek and more yeah. more direct on certain topics. Okay. Right. Because it's like um, it's not homosexuality when it's just the culture is two males have a child. Right. 
Right. You know? Yeah. It's like, this is the way, like, this is way it is. That's how we do it here. Yeah. You know? It's like, that's kind of a twist that makes you like have to really work on it. Like, no, this is this right. is our society. Yeah. Right. So that's that that's deep. Yeah. 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 You know? Okay. And they're not putting it it's not like in your face. It's like, yo, you don't have to like it. It's you know, just go on to the next entertaining part of yeah. the show. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but that brings you back into, you know, what brought you in the sci fi. And if, if they're making shows that are based on Star Trek because it did so well it started everybody's you know fascination with you know kind of tv Mm sci-fi and it's grown so much where you know you have these big budget shows now where they're putting millions upon millions per episode into sci-fi you know look at lord of the rings um you know house of the dragon now in all these things are just getting million multi-million dollar episodes and it's just they it makes money because people crave that kind of fascination and entertainment well yeah i think though we're talking two things differently when you put in like um those those two shows the the power rings of power yeah and um the house of the dragons are fantasy yeah definitely not as much the sci-fi right yeah yeah but we have i mean yeah you're, you're still your point is taken because they're Let's look at Disney Plus and all. Yeah, you know, the, the Mando the, and uh, the Star Wars and universe. Even the Marvel is kind yeah. of sci-fi stuff yeah, too. Yeah, for sure. Well, it, it, it's it's. I think it's, it's utilized yeah. now. Mm-hmm. And no longer like the star of the show. It's a solid backdrop. Yeah. And that's that's part of it. It's like you know the Mandalorian. You know, it's like mm-hmm. you're out. Of, you're in the outer space. Yeah. yeah. But that's that's Clint Eastwood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's definitely it's a western. The end of the you day. Know? Yeah, you know, you know? Um, and so they, that's the part that, that just kind of makes it cool, right? Yeah. And um, the, because those are the, the different races and planets, that's the stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, you want a western on another planet, right? Why not? It's classic. Everybody loves uh, that. Um, so that's that's cool. But then, there's the science. If you think about this, an area where it's like the fear factor part. Yeah. Artificial intelligence. (laughs) Be afraid. Because there's, yeah, because there's the people who are afraid of that in a very, very real way. Yeah, like Sarah Connor. She's she should be terrified of that. She has bad dreams. Well, actually, she's not as afraid as a lot of other people are. Because <laughs> she's prepared. <laughs> she's ready. She's ready. <laughs> a lot of people ain't ready. I mean, thinking about you know people who are ready in sci-fi, you know, just movies in general that really popped out were you know the Alien series. You know, it starts with somebody completely unaware and yeah. not ready for anything that yeah. is about to happen, and they sold mm-hmm. the build up on that yeah. so well that you were just like, "All right, it's cool, it's space, it's science. There's no such thing as aliens in this world yet yeah. uh, that they're aware of." You know, and just seeing the, you know, they're on another planet, they're mining, you know, they're. They're doing all these things that you're like, wow, you know, this is, this is sci-fi, this is you know, this sci-fi, is, right? yeah, you know, 
and then well, they just and then it turns horror <laughs> it turns into a horror movie yeah see that's the other cool part where you sci-fi horror mix mm-hmm. yeah and they successful with that yeah and then I can remember Total Recall when that came out. Oh, yeah. That was like <clears throat> action movie. That was a good sci-fi action yeah. movie. A great sci-fi movie. Action. Yeah. Right. Big hero. You know. Sci-fi backdrop. You know, on yeah. Mars. Mars. <laughs> That's I mean, come on, you got to have Mars I mean, every that, now and then. I mean, how many times does Mars show up right. in yeah. sci-fi movies? It should. It should be there. That scene where they show towards the, I think middle where he's dreaming and he's his helmet cracks and he's yeah. outside yeah. and, and his, his eyes start to bulge. <laughs> I was like, how did they do this? Yeah. This is amazing. This is one of the coolest scenes right. I've ever seen. Was it though? You know? And it was like yeah. his face is getting all crazy and he's like ah. <laughs> I was like, what you is know, this? Yeah. And then they pull it, the one the, they pull the thing out of his yeah, nose. Yeah, the, the tracking device out of his head. Yeah. When you hear the crunch, you're there. <laughs> it's amazing. So good. That's a yeah. That's a show coming out. That's uh, the. <laughs> but but we I don't have anything to base that on yet so. We'll skip that for now. But that, yeah. Yeah, that was that was so. Phenomenal. Yeah, totally recall. Totally shifted again to another level because it added that ex high level that diehard action kind of yeah piece in there. You know. It, for me, it was the first Terminator movie because um. I felt like that was nearly perfect uh, as a film. I was definitely into film when that came out, like, yeah. you know, looking at how everything that goes into making that movie, and I felt like it was nearly a perfect narrative, because it's just one long chase sequence. Right. It's right. so linear, you could, like, yeah. you know, cut your beard with it, like a razor. And Very, then, yeah. And then the story is, like, you know. Yeah, Time travel. Leaves, yeah, leaves everything That's else. Another, yeah. Yeah. He had a, there was a lot of stuff like, in there. Artificial intelligence. <laughs> yeah, time travel, artificial intelligence. Cyborg. Um, um, it was all kinds of, yeah. you know, the whole time, time loops. Uh, yeah. yeah, time loops. Yeah. It's like, wait, my son will be the one. Wait, Yeah. What? I know. I know. So yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. People had a hard time wrapping their heads around that. But that's that's another the great thing about it is that it keeps your brain kind of going. That yeah yeah you have to really yeah make sure yeah there's some movies you can just watch and there are other movies that you have to um, almost take in as like <laughs> a lecture. Oh yeah yeah no no, no I see you know what you're it's right. like you you want to capture. What's in like I think the Matrix did a lot of that. Yeah. Where it's like you, you can't just watch it. Yeah. There, there's a lot of explaining in there that yeah. you have to kind of start to absorb about how. Like, yeah. If you don't understand that what's happening, you're not really gonna be enjoying the movie as much. Right. Because you don't understand why characters are behaving the way they do, what their actions mean. 
right. what their dialogue means. And like you like you're saying, it's like there's a sometimes you feel like, you know, you have to pay such close attention watching a movie. What was that, Interstellar? Yeah, Interstellar you is know, pretty close to that, that yeah. You're like, yeah. If yeah. you blink in that movie, you're just like, Oh wait, I'm lost. Yeah. yeah. Rewind. Yeah. You know, because you have to pay attention. And that's I think some something important we haven't really touched upon is the 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 difference between something that's really good and the difference between something that's not really so good. campy like real camp no 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 it's just yeah. like not not camp but camp can be but, a lot but that's what I'm saying fun. there's some stuff that's like real campy and it's just it's terrible well, yeah it is just the like, worst yeah. and then there's a big bunch of stuff that is just right why did you that's, make this that's what i'm talking about. <laughs> so like what comes to mind is that the whole scene when you compare these two movies which are the alien movies yeah. which is the first alien movie and then when they brought it all back and uh what was it called um uh prometheus right yeah, yeah. which had so much beautiful potential yeah and then they put all these characters in there that are Idiots, right? But they do that with everything. No, I, not with I, everything. Oh, just not about. I mean, you're gonna have some kind of everybody has this driver kind of story. that will send yeah. the idiot plot into, you know, the the frame. Yeah. But it's, <laughs> it doesn't take you out of the movie. It doesn't take you out of the story see, unless it's really idiotic. But see, now I think that that brings up kind of what you said before where it could be a big budget and be terrible but if it is a big budget and it's terrible it becomes this campy film <laughs> yeah, but, um, was it lost in space what's his name mr smith yes. yeah right yes. the right. doctor dr smith yeah mm-hmm. idiot <laughs> there's an element right. in these science fiction yeah. movies that has that dr smith piece that just yeah. seems like somebody yeah. no. No. He has to say, we got to put a Dr. Smith piece yeah. in there. No, that's the running through the forest. And that's every. To, you know, in a horror movie, it, yeah. in high heels. You know, it's like sometimes we do some real stupid there's a, there's shit. A com- Did you hear that? Yeah. Check in the base. That's funny. There's a commercial on Hulu that, that deals with the same thing. They're like. In a horror movie, you wouldn't hide behind the hanging chainsaws. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get in the running car. And they're like, no. no. <laughs> Are you crazy? Exactly. <laughs> and it's like, it, there's some kind of idiot device built into these to, you know, for the most part, sell it. And it's very hard to not find it. No, no. I, I disagree because you look at a. You, I, I have a problem with this particular film because okay. it could have gone a certain way. But they did these things that just ignore, like you were talking about, the logic, the yeah. common sense of right. what you would do in the situation, yeah. right? Yeah. Because ooh, what the, what's the first look, thing they do? Look at that. Exactly. Ah. What's the first thing they <laughs> do at, when they let get let into the alien? Let me stick my face. Let me stick my face in that very <laughs> alien thing. And he's like, it's so cute. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> they take off their helmets like... Yeah. Yeah, it smells good in here. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's but like even even in Interstellar, they did the same thing though. Yeah. You know, they're they're on the planet on the water planet, and they're like walking just 
walking aimlessly out from the ship on this giant water planet. And they're like, there's nothing around. It's, and then they're like, why is the mountain range getting closer? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> gets away. Yeah, why'd you leave here. your ship to go mm-hmm. nowhere? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. Yeah, when, but when this... stuff is built in like that, it's just not, it takes me out of the story because I'm just like, well, if you're a trained scientist, are you going to act like a trained scientist or are you going to act like you're at the zoo? Yeah. On a foreign alien world. Yeah. You know? Well, because I'm going to believe one thing and I'm not going to believe the other. So, Mission to Mars. Mission to Mars. Right. That's the um, one with Matt Damon. No, that's that was um that was another good one, but it's like really trying to work inside a plausibility type mm-hmm. of you know way out there, but still yeah. try to keep it plausible, right. you know, science fiction. Remember Robinson Crusoe on Mars? Yeah, <laughs> see that was, I know that I loved that, but that was not didn't you know he found a monkey right yeah. he, found a, <laughs> he found the monkey on the mars he crashed on mars no he traveled with the monkey oh he traveled with it yeah oh all right yeah i can't remember that he found sausages on a plant that's right sausages <laughs> a sausage plant a plant a sausage plant uh, all right but, i gotta get some water all right we'll take a break and uh we'll be back and we're back. Uh, we were talking about uh, sci-fi and what brings us to this genre. Um, we've touched on quite a few things already. We've touched on Space Odyssey and Terminator and Interstellar briefly. And kind of our views and the impact it's had on you know the world or what we can see from those movies in the world around us. Um, we're going to continue our journey. We probably have another 30 minutes left as the first part and finish this up with a second part. And let's uh, keep on going. What else about these sci-fi genres kind of led you into different areas of sci-fi, uh, whether it be exploring the real stuff coming to us from these movies, kind of like cell phones and how we literally have rocket launches going off every day and shooting satellites into the sky. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all this stuff that I would have never thought, especially when I was a kid, you know, just having a wristwatch that can track my vitals, tell me if I'm going to have a heart attack, uh, let me know, you know, how many steps I've taken and make a phone call at the, on my wrist. Right. You know, the these parts of sci-fi are now in life and it's it's yeah you know we we take it for granted for sure because everybody's got it in their pocket now well yeah it's it's the microwave in every household it's you know science fiction has led us to a lot of advancements in thought but also in reality Star Trek flip phone. Scotty, beam me up. Yeah, I thought that and was cool. Make me a sandwich. I thought that was so cool. It was cool. And it, then we used to do that. Everybody had a flip phone and we would always go. 
For real. Stupid sound. It's like who to thunk. But I when I think all the I think yeah. all the I think all the stores and stuff with the um, with doors that open automatically should have a Star Trek door. Yeah. Sliding doors. Yeah. 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 I think that should be the that whoosh. Yeah. yeah. It's true. Yeah. I mean, even, uh, was it Dick Tracy? His his watch. Yeah, talking He's, into his he watch. Had the, yeah. You know, yeah. he was able to talk on his yeah. watch. The big screen, the big, yeah. you know, on Star Trek, the big. Yeah. 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 The view yeah, screen. The view All screen. On screen. And then a lot of flat screens. Uh-huh. All over the place. Everything. Everything was a flat yeah. screen. Touch right. panels. Oh. Everything was touch. Yeah. Remember the tricorder? Yeah. Ah. That came out to be a real thing, too, right? The cell phone now? Basically. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't look like that. Well, but this, you can measure your health and with your watch and all yeah. that. So that's, yeah, that's, right that's a form of it. Yeah. Heart rate, yeah. oxygen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. mine that's, that's tracks real. my sleep and all that. <laughs> that's real. It's not called a tricorder. You can scan it. You can yeah, scan yeah. stuff, take a picture. Yeah. Tell you how you tell you how how good your sleep is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I use that every night. Yeah. yeah. But that's, that's again science fiction become reality. Yeah. But what I, I wanted to point out is that there's a therapeutic element for people who enjoy science fiction. Yeah. yeah. It's a it's a it's a way to explore another world. Uh oh, yeah. And the touching the imagination. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and and um, you know makes you wonder. Yes. Which in some cases can be like a form of meditation. If you like really get into something, you can after watching a good movie or reading a really good book, it's, mm-hmm. um, it's you have removed all other noises. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's for me. That's what yeah. having a good. I mean that that's what makes it worth going back to it yeah. it's a it's a it gives you enjoyment it takes you out of the day-to-day you know routine it gives you something to kind of mm-hmm. just sit back and be like wow i'm gonna sit back and either read this watch this yeah. you know find out more about this and mm-hmm. it it kind of lets you just sit back and explore something that is bringing joy to yourself right i've read the book dune like six times at least and mm-hmm. then other store the other books in the series yeah. two or three times yeah i've seen the movie countless times and the new movie right like v- visually that is oh, one of the most amazing yeah. sci-fi movies i've ever seen yeah i mean it's yeah. reading that book brought me to a level of thought that was like i had just gone to school yeah, yeah. like i had just learned so many lessons from reading that book it opened up my mind and I thought about things and ideas in ways that would have never occurred to me if I hadn't right. known those characters and been through that story. You know, just through that book. Right. It was so rich. And that world, that's the thing I was going to say, it was world building. Yeah. <clears throat> Real world building, you know, is some is something that lasts true test. Yeah. Time. Nailing world yeah. building is i think that that's the the key is nailing it because there's so much that's that's put out and there's so much where you're like oh that would have been better if they did this or that would have been you know there's always something to nitpick but once you get that story that's like all right i like that 
that that was a good story. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have anything to really add. You're just you're content with the content. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, and I think those are fewer, and I think that's why they're brought up so much. You know, the Blade Runners, mm-hmm. and you know. Yes, it has its issues and, you know, there's something to nitpick. But at the end of the day, you look at Blade Runner and you're like, that's damn near perfect yeah. sci-fi. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. It's true. Can't, yeah, can't deny that. And, and so just seeing, you know, the, the progression of what we're getting now, you know, talking about Dune, the, the visuals that we get, uh, it's it's awe-inspiring you know you look at this you you know you 1080p 4k (laughs) tvs and you just have this sweeping cinematography right of this sci-fi epic you see this giant you know dragonfly spaceship fly across and this giant worm pop out and you know you're like that's really happening and i was so i went into that movie real skeptical Mm -hmm. i was like it's not gonna be good i was like they're gonna try real hard and I liked it so much more than I expected to or even thought I would. Well, that's a good example of a, of a good book turned into a good movie. Yeah. And it doesn't happen a lot. Yeah, the only thing I can really pick apart <laughs> with the movie, the only thing I can say they really messed up is not releasing part two right away. <laughs> it's like, how do you end it on... Well, then there's all of my friends who didn't read the books. Yeah. And they'll, you know, they're like, oh, it's a great movie. Or uh, the ones that did read the book didn't quite get it. Yeah. You know, it's like, no, this is planned to do part two. This yeah. It's got to be. Yeah. Because. has to come out a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. A lot more. More deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, oh, this, I can't wait yeah. for part two. I'm like, oh, why did you do this? Yeah. I was disappointed in that element. Yeah. And, and then, then it's like, then like, of course. And then we get <laughs> you know? really good, like, sci-fi TV now. Um, oh, yeah. The Expanse. Yeah. That's one of those real, you know, you got to, if you missed it, you got to rewatch it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it gets yeah. real deep. and But it's it's still fun. It, you know, you can jump in and say, oh, I watched that. That was crazy. I have no idea who this person or who that was. But the episode from start to end has something that's happening. It progresses, yes. you know, right. every episode. Right. I think a lot of people have that issue with with things like that, with The Expanse, because it's, it's, a, it's a serial, but it also is overall continuing a greater larger story yeah that's almost in the background to the serial events of each of each week yeah or each episode and i think you know for me something like that is easy especially in this day of streaming would be harder during the days like when Battlestar galacta had come out and you had to like run to the tv to make sure you could watch this week's episode if you didn't have a DVR, you couldn't record it. Yep. But you know, you want you want to know what's going to happen this week, and you, but you also want to know what's going to happen in three weeks because you're like. Yeah. So now I'm on the fence about that, too. or not necessarily on the fence, but I've been spoiled by 
binging whole yeah. seasons. Yeah. And now that, you know, I have to wait for the next yeah. Star Wars episode to come out, you know, whether it be Bad Batch or, you know, yeah. whatever, you know, show is on at the time. Uh, waiting every week is terrible. <laughs> I've been totally spoiled. Yeah. Super it's spoiled. Like, why can't I watch the series in two days, yeah. two or three days? And I think I have an issue with that, knowing that that these seasons are complete when they start airing them. And, you know, I remember when, yeah. you know, the, the episode was, you know, yeah. shot, you know, the, a week or two before it actually aired. Yeah. And it was like, all right, I understand why I have to wait because of, the next yeah, one's not that you know yeah uh, but now no. it's like that stuff is done it's been done they're like oh we're gonna release it then oh sorry we're gonna push it back like a year and it's like but it's done just <laughs> i i understand that that's a spoiled mentality and they're so putting their yeah. their work and it you is know is there another mandalorian coming out yeah yeah soon yeah. oh absolutely yeah, yeah. two yeah. three Three. three. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Season three. Because we got then, Boba. Then Boba Fett yeah. will come again. We got one, two, that. Boba, and then yeah. I think it's. Yeah. They said January. January. Yeah. Are they adding any more in in there? I, mean, yeah. I don't know. We're we're supposed to be getting a lot. Ahsoka show is coming oh, out. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, the Andor shows out right now. I have to watch all of the. I have to do all of my background before I can watch Ahsoka. Because I haven't watched enough Clone Wars. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I need that. yeah. There's a That's, lot of filler episodes in Clone Wars. Yeah. Uh, they have a couple of guides online where you can just go and it tells you the key episodes to watch mm-hmm. to kind of get through it faster. I would say Star Wars Rebels is worth the watch from yeah. start mm-hmm. to end. Every episode is yeah. giving you something where you're just like, wow, that's cool. Okay. And it, it really opens up. But that's after Clone Wars Yes, too, right? yeah, yeah, absolutely. But it opens up the Star Wars universe yeah. so much. Yeah. Uh, you thought the movies were cool. If the, the movies really brought you in, the cartoons will just, yeah. you know, so a lot of stuff will blow your mind. Stuff, yeah, right? for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. I mean, you know, and that's the other animation. <clears throat> Yeah, animation now. Oh my God. Yeah, what was Akira, it? Akira. Yeah. And, you know, we Ghost get in Ghost in a Shell. Oh my gosh. Like Appleseed. Appleseed oh. was fun. Yeah. That was I, like, I, I remember when they, you know, pulled that all together. I, yeah. I got uh, when Ghost in a Shell Part 2 yeah. came out, the movie. Um, the movie theater was still open in the mm. mall. And. There was a midnight release on the night it came out, and I, yeah. I didn't. I just found out because you know this is still right around the time internet's available, but not everybody had a cell phone or a way to yeah. look up information. And I had found out that it was doing a midnight release, and I go to a friend and I'm like, "Dude, you want to go see this midnight? It's all subtitles. <laughs> you know, yeah. let's go watch it. <laughs> you know, he has no clue. He's just along for the ride. Yeah, and it's one of those. You know, it's a mind bender." Yeah. Part two was definitely not part one. Yeah. It ha- dealt with a whole different kind of yeah. uh, information subset, you know, what, what they were trying to get across for their message. And my friend walked out of that like, what did I just watch? <laughs> like, like, what was that movie? And, you know, Ghost in a Shell's a household name. So yeah. he went into it like, oh, okay. You know, yeah. and then he watched it and he was like, that was way more than... I expect it. Yeah. And, you know, it's very rare where a movie theater is going to offer a midnight release for an anime. Yeah. 
in especially a <clears throat> sci-fi anime. That's not <laughs> even in English. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, but it just goes to, you know, if you enjoy it, it's out there for you. Yes. You know? It... And it's so much to choose from. That's it's what I'm saying. way out there. It is that's, way out there. Yeah. You can get it just about. It's served everywhere now for you. Yeah. You know, you go to convenience stores, product packaging, everything crosses over with everything. I know, right? And it's like, you. it's kind of hard not to see it now. Right. You know? Right. Even billboards now. You know, you get these billboards that wrap around buildings and they look like they're 3d and they're popping out there you that's so blade runner (laughs) you know where the billboards look like they're gonna you know come towards you or you know they're reaching over a building you know what i think we were gonna see next is um was i who where was i was i with you where a car drove by right and it had one of those um advertisement things on top of it yeah like kind of like a taxi does yeah. mm-hmm. but this thing was really thin and i thought at first it was like a screen like almost like a yeah. tv but it was just so bright that it looked like it was a screen it was really well lit from within or whatever yeah mm-hmm. so i think what we're going to probably see next going by on the top of these cars are those kind of advertisements <clears throat> that look like they're um, what do you call it? Holograms. Light. Yeah, holograms. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. totally. It'll just be That's stuff the, being yeah. acted out right there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, everything is, you know, it's trying to bring the digital into the real world. Mm-hmm. You know, was it Meta or whatever, their new headset? Mm-hmm. It's allowing you to have a pass-through where you can see your whole world in color in front of you. Right. And it'll <laughs> overlay all your digital stuff in right there. And that's... Yeah. That is the happening now. Then, then there's the inventions mm-hmm. yeah. that science fiction movie makers, writers, all of them have inspired. Yes. You know, and I'm thinking of um, uh, the Abyss. Yeah. Oh yes, another one of my very favorite movies. And that, yeah. Yes. But, I will, I, I'm going to try to resist from quoting that movie for the next twenty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> But um, all of the equipment that was invented to film that movie is now mm-hmm. being used for research yeah. and filming and a variety of applications. I mean, it's just taken off. But just so he can bring his creative mm-hmm. mind yeah. to life. The innovation. Yeah, the innovation. Yeah, of of yeah. being able to spend yeah. money to create something that is fake but can be actually real yeah mm-hmm. starts the ball rolling somebody yeah. says oh did you see that and see that that usually when you start blending that line right. is when sci-fi is like real good mm-hmm. right when you're teetering oh is this real or you know cause yeah. all this stuff is happening now and then they blend in something that is very plausible right and then you're just like yeah. You start it's like sums like this don't exist anywhere. That's it. But right here, <laughs> yeah. and that shit is actually real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? it, it wasn't is. like a that was not computer generated no, stuff. That's real and now they're using that. that stuff for deep sea research. Yeah, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's cool. That's cool when it happens. It is like cool. That. Yeah, you know, I mean that's the flip phone, all that stuff. But yeah. 
a whole nother level. But even just a touchscreen phone, you know, just having that in your pocket, everything is basically run from your phone now. You know, you do your banking, you do, you know, messaging, phone calls, you hold your resume, you hold everything is on your phone. You know, if you need to do some heavier task, yes, there's still, you know, your desktops and your laptops and stuff. But for the most part, the, the thing you interact with the most is your cell phone. And that gets you through your day. You know, there's no more briefcases. There's no more, you know, carrying folders full of things. You you carry it on the cloud. You know, let me log Sorry. into this. So society it, has been changed. It has been by changed. By science fiction imagination. A hundred percent. And I think we have evolved to the point where we you can't say a human is just a human anymore. Because so much of... Our society is run as a hybrid of, you know, organic and mechanical things. But what if you live off the grid, man? They they still have the tools. It's still they still have some kind of tool to to feed their their life. If you're off the grid, you have a solar panel. You have a windmill. Even if it's that windmill is not connected to electricity, that is either grinding your grain you know but that's not science fiction that's real life but what but was it at one point it was at one point but that's what i'm saying at one point there is a point where we get where using fire you know Mm. something was very science fiction at a point where you're like (laughs) there's no way you're gonna get something in order for it to be science fiction somebody has to think of it and use it in telling of a story not necessarily saying but that's what I'm saying. I conceive think, of this or, idea, and I think this would be good for us to do in society. That's different. But how many of those stories have, were already sci-fi when they were written down? You know, th- there was a starting point someplace where, you know, Leonardo da Vinci. He had no proof of anything, but he wrote every. He made books. People read these books, and they thought he was crazy. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, it, well, and it was a form of yes, it was science. No, he had no way to actually prove it, but it was at a point science fiction. Well, <laughs> yeah, he, he did scientifically research things, and he did scientifically use the method, yeah, to investigate the world. And he, to him, he knew it, but at that time, yeah, everybody he told thought somebody else about that's it. what I'm saying. They thought he was crazy, totally wacko. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but at some point, you know, <laughs> life was science fiction for every type of mechanical well, but, yeah, object. People you know? didn't believe, there are still people who don't believe the earth is round. Yeah. People still believe the earth yeah. is flat. And some yes. people just can't wrap their head around the fact that. Yeah. Our phones are already tapped into our consciousness. So, yeah. But that, that's it. You know, at some point, even when you Life can look on your sci-fi. phone and actually look at the globe we're on, yeah, from where you are, <laughs> you no, ever do that? No, no, no. You ever no. do that? Like, do your location and then zoom way out just mm-hmm. so you can see the whole globe. Go to the. That's kind of scary if you think cool. about it. I can do that without my phone because I have a cannabis card. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't need my phone to manage think about myself. I, I, I was thinking earlier about and what I can't remember what the, the movie was but it was like some futuristic thing but there was a mandatory smoke break 
Oh, nice. You know, and I'm oh. just thinking about things that were considered like absolutely you can't right. do that are now prescribed. Yeah. And so I just thought of, you know, oh, like we now we have marijuana shops oh, where yeah. that was supposed to be like absolutely, you know, and that's turned over. But that's like that's another futuristic type of a thing that's where true, you yeah. know, think way out into the future where marijuana is legal. Right. Yeah, think out in the future yeah. where you have to you have to smoke nicotine mm-hmm. for your health for your at health. some point. <laughs> you know, that means weird shit like well, that. I gotta go get my baby's nicotine. Yeah, I'll be you right know. Back. Yeah. We do not promote nicotine. And wasn't it in like science fiction movies as well, where it's like the first time you saw like a black president and stuff oh, like yeah, that? Wasn't it like fiction? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It wasn't one of those. Yeah. You know. But you know, like I said, at some point. Life was science fiction, or you know, vice versa. Science fiction became life. Yeah. Science fiction to science fact. Yeah, and it. I feel like it crosses over more and more. Yeah. As we we move forward in time, you know. I agree. It's faster. Yes, I mean, think of it. I I'm before our day and age now, to record this would have taken quite a bit of equipment you know this would have taken maybe a pc you know a giant recording studio um you know the mics would be impossible to get especially at this quality um but now it's run off something the size of your cell phone with a couple of cables connected and you you're getting studio quality this would have been something that would have cost a school would have tried to get for their you know you get a grant for it that's it yeah you know and now people can produce you know movies in their homes podcasts uh animations they can publish a whole book and have it ready without talking to a single person you know it everything is geared towards we can use technology to push our message anyway yeah, if you build it, they will come. Nice. <laughs> you know? But it's it's it becomes so much more sci-fi now because yeah, you can go up, pressure. you know, like the quote in, what is it, uh, Back to the Future. Yeah. He's like, he can't just go to a radio shack and pick up, you know, uranium. <laughs> but it's getting to the point just where, the boat you, now, you know, huh? you, your car is run off of a giant lithium-ion battery that you plug into your house. Mm. <laughs> you know? What? It's getting closer and closer to the point where it's not hard to reach 88 miles per hour, you know? Bef- that was sci-fi at a point where you were, they were trying to push a car at 88 miles per hour, and that was fast, you know? And now it's like, oh, that car only goes 110. You know, your car sucks. And it's like, why? who? Well, and then as well, thinking about future planning of urban centers are coming out of, you know, science fiction imagination yeah. of this, you know how cities will look how they could yeah, look utopian how, and yeah, how they you know how look. they can make it more you know, user friendly air quotes we, yeah. were used <laughs> we, have, we have too many cars now and when we get good planners we don't have good planners now but um, we'll, we're going to have rapid transit that's going to be you know that's going to actually work yes and be well, efficient. It's already it's yeah. already existed. It's just not available. It's not. It's yeah. The technology is there, but yeah. the will isn't because right. We're, we're, right now we're we're still 
being monopolized by oil mm-hmm. and so the oil industry. Right. Because people don't yeah. want to embrace the sci-fi. Yeah, <laughs> you know, the, 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 the solar panels and the, the windmills. And the, I mean, you can put a portable windmill on your roof now. I don't know why it's not standard well, to put them all over the city. In and yeah. Have, you know, uh, but, you know, nobody, the money's not, the people who control the money aren't investing in what we yeah, think would make sense. So, but, you know, and if but we that's, improve, think of it, if we improve rapid transportation, then the auto industry takes a big hit. Yeah. But think and of it, that, that comes back to the biggest trope for sci fi. There's yes. some corporation <laughs> controlling, you know, your access to everything. Yeah. You know, and, but, you know. And, then, and but also putting making sure that technology is not available to everyone. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. But, yeah. you know, sci fi is, you know, yeah. Yeah. You know, they had the, the medical things that just have hundreds of thousands of them in it. Don't use them for anybody. Yeah. But, you know, sci-fi. Sci-fi is life. Li-fi. 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 Yeah. Li-fi. Oh, we just coined a new one. <laughs> Li-fi. Yeah. What are you, li-fi? Li-fiction. <laughs> li-fiction. Yes. You li-fi. But, you know, that's, it's, it's a journey. And once you get into sci-fi, it's very hard to get out. <laughs> I never want to get out. Well, the, the line between fi, fiction part, yeah, science and reality, continues to get thinner. Yeah, thinner it's so blurred. Thinner. I mean, what, the James Webb telescope, Yeah, you know, it gets these clear pictures, and it's not just one. Yeah. It's how many mirrors pointing towards mm-hmm. an image, and they realign it, and they use all these images to get us views of the universe and they're saying that it'll be able to view and image the universe to a point where it will take years just for us to be able to get a clear picture of what we're looking at but it's collecting yeah just picture from just every part of the universe yeah years away as far as we can see or as it can see (laughs) and you know which means if that if there's intelligent life out there then it's built a telescope where it's looking at us too yeah we look like a bunch of ants (laughs) wait can you see the headline for that new telescope from nasa gets photobombed by aliens (laughs) (laughs) but what if they've been studying us and just looking at you know i mean i'm sure it's it's, you know you know atmosphere it's like wow the atmosphere is full of carbon now life was gonna last down there if they keep that up that's you know (laughs) 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 but that has been a pretty good talk i think and um without further ado i think that concludes our part two what do you want to say the crane! The crane! <laughs> we lost the crane! It's on its way down to you! <laughs> he was holding that quote back. Very well. Thank you.
Well, this has been a production by Treehouse Villains. Please subscribe. Good night. Good, good morning. Night. Happy New Year. Good, good, good morning. <laughs>